Hello, and welcome back to the Loud and Proud Podcast. I'm the guy that wants you to pick me, choose me, love me. (laughs) Yes, I'm your host, Criss Cross. Thank you, Meredith Grey. Well, actually, no. Thank you, Shonda Rhimes, for one of the most famous lines. But before we start, this is just a reminder, I'm available on all major platforms. Yes, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. And while you're there, subscribe, follow, comment, and rate this podcast the five stars I know you want to give it. (laughs) And if I do have anything exciting or new to share with you, you can find me on Instagram at Loud and Proud Podcasts. Yes, that's at Loud and Proud Podcasts. Well, you'll find information like, I finally freaking decided on a regular release date. Yes, every Thursday at 12 p.m. I'll be dropping a new episode. So join me. Let's laugh. Let's get real. Let's cry. Maybe not in that exact order, but every Thursday at 12, join me and let's have a good time. Okay. So in loving memory of when I could party all night long, all night, all night, all night long. I'm sitting here with mostly Jack Daniels and a splash of Coke. So let's see how this episode's... <laughs> let's see how this episode will turn out. And if you got any complaints, blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to waste any time, but I do want to start with a quick new segment called Joke of the Day. Oh yeah, I'm crisscross. I'm crisscross. Get ready for the joke of the day. Yes, joke of the day, which is um, fairly self-explanatory. So let's get into it. <laughs> what did the hat say to the scarf? You hang around and I'll go ahead. It's cold out there. <laughs> okay, okay. One more. A blonde, a redhead, and a brunette were all lost in the desert. They found a lamp and rubbed it. A genie popped out and granted them each one wish. The redhead wished to be back home. Poof! She was back home. The brunette wished to be at home with her family. Poof! She was at home with her family. The blonde said, Aw, I wish my friends were here. Uh, yes, I know these ones were a little stupid, but I do hope you enjoyed them. Let me know on Instagram at Loud and Proud Podcasts what you thought of them. And if you do have a joke, feel free to message, send it to me. Um, I will give you a shout out on the next episode. Like I said, we accept most jokes around here. And by we, it's just I. <laughs> I will say before I continue, I I'm going to say thank you to my aunt in Greece for giving me this silly idea. Yes, I woke up one morning to see her dumb joke about the scarf and the hat. So thank you, Thea. (laughs) All right. Now it's time to give you the celebrity news. Okay, yes. 
to start, once I heard this story, I had to start with it. Dr. Phil was on uh, the Kelly Clarkson show, and he talked about how he accidentally locked his wife, Robin, in the trunk of their Mercedes. Yeah. <laughs> he asked her to listen for a strange noise while he drove around, but it all went wrong. Um, so initially, he had his wife uh, holding the trunk open, but as he pulled out, he hit a bump and it closed the trunk. And after he was done driving, he went out, he went to the back of the car, popped open the trunk, and I'm sorry, like a typical man, asked her if she had heard anything. <laughs> I would pay good money to hear the cussing that came out of that woman's mouth. I know from the show she looks all sweet. Like, I watched Dr. Phil. I love the show. And I don't know if she still does this, though. It's been a while. You know, I, I guess I don't know if she still does this after all these years, but, you know, her at the end of the show, her and Dr. Phil walk off set together. But I always knew that Southern Belle could probably outcuss a sailor. I will say, though, because, you know, I got something to say. <laughs> Not even if my mother asked me to get into the trunk, would I get in? No, ma'am. Mm -mm. No, I've watched Criminal Minds. Fuck, I watched, uh, back in October, I rewatched uh, Silence of the Lambs. No, this is how they get you out of an area unnoticed, okay? And now thank you to Halle Berry <laughs> for giving us the movie The Call. At least I now know how to attract someone's attention as long as I've just been knocked unconscious. <laughs> Let me tell you. Basically, um, if you are in the back of the trunk, the trunk release back of the trunk basically if you're stuck in the trunk and the trunk release is most likely cut off or not there you gotta use the brake lights they're basically held in by some nuts and ideally you want to unscrew the passenger side brake light so you hopefully you can get those nuts undone and you push out the brake light and you hope that opening is uh, big enough to swing that little hand or arm around and hopefully someone with a half a brain will understand and save you or like do the right thing and call 911. I will say, hopefully you won't have to thank me later. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I got dark with this one, but I'll end it on this note. If he wanted someone to hear the damn rattling, why did he not ask her to drive and he go into the trunk? Unless she's the one we need to worry about. What if, like, this is the plot twist? Anyways, I thought that was a cute little story. We'll move on, because there's a bigger story at hand. Kevin Hart is under fire again. And if you haven't heard, people are upset because of a joke he made of, uh, he made about one of his kids. Yeah. Yeah, so his new Netflix special, No F's Given, um, he talks about his 15-year-old daughter and basically how to like boys at school, I guess. I'll play you the clip, and then we'll discuss, because I got opinions. Should I tell him? If that's how you feel, honey, tell him. My daughter goes to school, tells the boy how she feels. She comes home. Dad, oh my God, guess what? Matt likes me back. We're a thing. Good for you, honey. That makes me happy. Do me a favor, keep it in the kid's face, though. Okay, Dad. She comes back home two days later. Dad, I don't like Matt no more. I like this boy named Rob now. He look better. He make me laugh more. That's who I really want. 
It happens, honey. Sometimes you think you like somebody, then you meet somebody else and you realize that's the person that you liked all along. It's called life. Make it happen. Move on. Be honest with the other person. All right, Dad, I love you. Keep it in the kid's face. <laughs> a week goes by. Dad, I don't like Rob no more. I like this boy named Tim. Instantly, in my mind, I said, my daughter a hoe. This is hoe <laughs> This is hoe <laughs> Hoe activity right in front of my face. I immediately called the hoe that I knew from the past. Asked her if this is how it went down for her. Three boys back to back. She said, yup, the same way. I wasn't even going to do the story. Um, I had heard about this. But it has honestly kept getting bigger and bigger. And I realized why once I looked into it. And basically, Kevin, you're an idiot for what you said as your defense. <laughs> well, I guess smart. But anyways, I tried to watch his new special when it first came out, literally before all this drama. And had I known, maybe I, maybe, maybe. I would have watched it longer, okay? I probably watched about 10 to 15 minutes of it and backed out. Like, I wasn't into it. Um, and honestly, though, if this is the only thing we can talk about from his special, it's probably not even worth the watch. Like, I'm not going to go back and continue to watch it because basically that's what he wants. This is a PR stunt, and you basically sold your daughter to make your stand-up viral. Your stand-up came out, what, back on November 17th? It's been at least a good two weeks, and finally people are in an uproar? Like, I don't care if your wife and daughter agree to this or if they put their trust in your hands, but it's not a funny joke. Like, the story behind it isn't even remotely funny to call someone at home, let alone your daughter. I will say this. I appreciate the effort. You're doing it during coronavirus. And you're socially distancing your audience. And, you know, thankfully your family wasn't seriously affected when they got the when they got the virus. But the special didn't work. I haven't found you funny the last few years now. Now, hopefully that changes because I like your old stuff. But you tried to be the whole Dave Chappelle. And I won't compare mangoes to grapes. <laughs> Fucking stupid comparison. But you're not the monologue comedian that gives it to you funny and has like a political point. People don't even watch your stand-up for a political purpose. The main issue I I think is that you are so far out of touch with society and your ego is like way too big. Like read the fucking room, Kevin. You're not a political comedian and it shows in your jokes. But and Mm -hmm. Well, let's say this. You're still repairing your marriage. I mean, I assume there is still something to repair. And during these times, you know people are going to complain. Like, after its release, Kevin was on some new audio chat called uh, Clubhouse. And people were discussing how it reinforces the stereotype that the black man can be interested in multiple women, but the woman has to be holy and faithful. And I, and I definitely agree. And I'm sure that, you know, that is a discussion that we can have, but really this can be opened up to any 15 year old girl of any race. Hell, not even just a 15 year old girl. Most 15 year olds in general change crushes, change their crushes faster than Lindsay Lohan changes drug dealers. I know I fucked up that joke. Blame it on the braces.
Anyways, 15-year-olds got the attention span of a dog. You could have literally compared your daughter to a dog, and it probably would have been a funnier joke. I will say I'm not mad at you for, you know, like, I'm not holding any resentment towards the the gay tweet that resurfaced, you know, that caused you from backing out of hosting the Oscars. And I'm not mad at that because that tweet was old. And, um, you know, 10 years ago, society wasn't talking about the LGBTQIA plus rights the way that we do now. And if you say you've grown, I can look past that until you fuck up again and say something probably offensive. But I'm looking past it for now. (laughs) And I respect and appreciate comedians a lot. I really do. I think they get so much heat from a few people being overly sensitive, and then it blows up, and we forget the whole point of why we were even mad. But this wasn't said at a comedy club, and it wasn't a conversation on a talk show. This was your stand-up. And as hard as it is for comedians, you know you're as good as your last joke. But this last one fucking sucked. And it's been on a decline from your movies to your jokes. And, you know, the sad part is I can even handle, like, I I, I can handle the other stars in your movie. But you've become, like, so one note. I am disappointed in your judgment. She's a 15-year-old She's a 15-year-old that'll probably hurt from bullies at school, calling her a hoe. Like, at least if maybe she was grown and out of high school, like, just out of high school, she could have ignored the haters by turning off the notifications. And But but in high school, it's a completely different universe. And I hope you realize it. And your defense about saying, I didn't say she was a hoe. I said she was hoe-like. So I called up the hoes that I know, and they... They agreed with me. I'm sorry. Like, what? that's not even a defense. That just makes you literally sound dumb as rocks, <laughs> if you ask me. And it makes me want to, it actually makes me dislike you more. Fuck the joke. It makes, like, that's your defense? I called up a hoe? Weren't you the hoe? Weren't you hoeing around with many women? Wouldn't you know? <laughs> You're one to speak there, buddy. But I don't want to make it about Kevin Hart per se. I do want to end this on the note that this is a young girl. And as much as I'm sure she loves you and you love her, I feel bad for any repercussions that will happen. You know, at 15 years old, no one was fully confident in, you know, in their body. You know, if someone called me a hoe now, I'd be like, damn right, I'm a motherfucking hoe. And I'll teach you how to be a hoe too. Like... (laughs) You know, but 15-year-old me, I don't know what I would have done. And I don't know what she's going to do. You know, she's already your daughter. And you could have picked any story or at least, you know, a better analogy. Like, I feel like this was such a cheap shot. And, you know, I I, I lost a little bit of respect for you for this one. You know, I really did. But... As you can tell, like, this is me thinking. <laughs> I, I'm, I will say this. I'm sure, just as quick as I am, or we are all are, to th- knock you down. Although, if you do come up with something good, 
like legitimately good, I will still have a hard time. I may not see it right away. I may wait. But as quick as we are to trash you, we will be just as quick to pick you up. And whether I see you or not, I'm sure a bunch of people will be back on your bandwagon and you'll see. It'll be, you know, it'll be like joke who. Anyways, let's segue into something a little bit more lighthearted. <laughs> Ladies and gents, is there anything sexier than an accent? Because a new survey came out and determined that the British accent is the sexiest accent. Now, I don't... I do I do joke that I have a weakness for accents, but I don't know if they're, if it's the accent fully, per se, that's sexy. Like... Like, there's Emily Blunt. <laughs> I could listen to Emily Blunt all day, all night. Like, I love her. But then you got David Beckham. And thank God he's good looking and he can play soccer and he can reproduce some good looking children because he looks all rugged and he looks like he'll talk dirty to you. But then he opens his mouth. <laughs> and it's like little orphan Annie singing about tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> I'll find my balls tomorrow. <laughs> Like, the Queen has a nice English accent, but I'm not remotely attracted to her. Not my cup of tea. I do like an Essex accent. Like, I love my Brits from Essex. Like, they make great TV. But I could only handle y'all for one night because they'd be like, um, they'd be like, listen here, bub. <laughs> we go back to your place. And I'm going to fuck you till your head explodes. <laughs> I don't know if I did that right, but I tried. Uh, you know, I do want to know who surveyed this because, like, what was the selection? Like, was it just between Canada, Australia, U.S.? Because if that's the case, well, then no shit the Brits got this. But, like, what about the Italians? Like, what about, like, a like a Sophia Loren? Like, what about all the, like, the Spanish-speaking? You know, well, I guess each... Spanish-speaking country has a different dialect. But, like, like were they not even considered? <laughs> like, I'm just thinking, like, has Sofia Vergara, you know, become, you know, as she's become famous, like, do we not care anymore? Like, has she ruined it? Has she ruined the, the Spanish appeal to the accent? You know? Um, like, I get it. Like, She's a beautiful woman, but please, you're telling me she sounds like that 24-7? <laughs> Girl, bye. <laughs> Let me ask you, because I was watching a video, and they brought up a good point. I never would have thought of this, but they were talking about how they were into the, like, the Somali pirate type accent, like the, look at me, look at me, I'm the captain now. I hope I got that one right. I feel like I I only wanted to mention this because I feel like we need to represent the ones that watch Captain Phillips and was like, yes, daddy, take it away. <laughs> Y'all love who you want to love. I don't know anymore. Y'all let your dominatrix free flag fly. You know what? On second thought, you know what uh, accent I love? Barely breathing and rich. 
<laughs> so apparently a lot of people are upset with the Grammys for the 2021 awards show. I know. I mentioned this last episode in the celebrity shout out, but apparently more celebrities are pissed off. So I'll give you guys the rundown. The weekend, as you probably have heard, got snubbed, received no nominations for his album After Hours. So he's been winning awards for this album, but the Grammys have not acknowledged it. And also, the week after the Grammys, he'll be headlining the Super Bowl halftime show. Now, mind you, he already has three Grammys, but he said, and I quote, The Grammys remain corrupt. You owe me, my fans, and the industry transparency. End quote. So... What had happened? (laughs) There was negotiations between the Grammys and The Weeknd, and apparently it got really serious. And they weren't even sure he could perform at the Grammys because um, the Grammys and the Super Bowl will be aired on the same network with CBS. Now, ultimately, after all that kerfuffle, (laughs) they decided he could. But sources are saying that because of that, you know, tough argument negotiations that they got pissed off and snubbed him now obviously the grammys came back with a defense and said you know that the nominees were voted for and decided on before the super bowl announcement and giving you this rundown i still don't care (laughs) don't get me wrong i love the weekend and i still want to see him in concert He is in my top 10. But aside from Blinding Lights, I don't know what other song is on this album. You know, maybe it's just me. I don't know. I don't think so. Now, yes, it took a long time maybe for it to pick up on success, but I never cared. Aside from, I I just kept hearing Blinding Lights. You know, if you ask me all his other albums, I could tell you. And they'd still get played to this day. But... I'm just going to be repeating myself, (laughs) you know, that are we surprised? Like Drake and Elton John even came to his defense defense, and that was more ish that I didn't care for. And now this happens and awards don't mean shit. Now, if you told me I was nominated for a Grammy or if I was nominated for an Oscar, of course I'd have my speech and I would have my outfit and I'd be excited to go to the awards show in hopes I'd win something because maybe once upon a time that was a shampoo bottle. But it's just something cool to put in front of your names when you do your one-hour special or when they announce you on stage. Like, you can be so successful and not need an award. You you know, I feel like <laughs> if it wasn't for TikTok, if it really if it wasn't for TikTok, I don't think we'd be talking about blinding lights. Well, not that we wouldn't be talking about it. I don't think we'd be talking for as long as we have. And Justin Bieber, you got four nominations, which he did say he was grateful for. But he believed that he should have been nominated in the R&B categories rather than the pop ones. And honestly, Justin, you're still young. And even though you look like you're ready to do cold shots with the boys, I still see the prepubescent kid singing baby, baby, baby. All right? Relax. Give it time. And Safari, why are you talking? I don't understand. I didn't even know you released an album. You, sir, you have a seat. (laughs) Yeah, he tweeted and he was cussing out the Grammys. I don't think that's going to get you any closer to a Grammy, okay? <laughs> At least the weekend, you know, 
Not okay. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't think I know a song by Safari. I know he's been featured in a lot of the songs. <laughs> Anyways, have a seat. You know, even see, I'm just gonna jump through this. The only thing I can really be pissed about is the fact that Nicki Minaj hasn't won a Grammy yet, right? And the fact that uh, the best R&B album, apparently everybody was pissed. Uh, and when I found out, I was like, okay, okay, I get it. It's filled with men. And I was going to say, you know what? I'll complain about that. Put some fucking women in there. Okay, Grammys? It's not that hard. There's Brandy, there's Kalani. Like, they're all equally deserving. All right? I don't want to hear anyone else complaining. And that's that. Now I sound like my mother. <laughs> All right. In other news of complaints, um, <laughs> a man in Oregon is uh, suing his doctor. And honestly, I hope he fucking sues him for everything. The guy went to his doctor seeking treatment for his uh, depression because of his failing marriage. And the doctor prescribed him weed and CBD to help him. Uh, to help him. Sorry. <laughs> I had a big brain fart. So I'll backtrack. Doctor prescribed him weed and CBD to help him. But he did not mention that he was allegedly sleeping with his wife. Like, I want to know. You know, this it just proves that this world is a small fucking world. Because, like, where did you find this doctor? Like, did you were you carpooling? Did you roll over in bed and be like, can you prescribe something for me? My goodness. I will tell you, though. <laughs> If I was the doctor, mind you, though, I could never. But if I was, yeah, I'd, I'd give you all the weed in the world. Because I don't know how you could get mad if you're on cloud nine. Seriously. You hear about paranoia, which, by the way, clearly this man did not have. Um, you never hear about the guy that was high that shot the man that his wife was sleeping or having an affair with. And also, Mr. Doctor, how could you sit there and listen to this man talk about being depressed about his failing, ma failing marriage, and then you turn around and be like, so how's everything at home? The nerve. The nerve. You better believe if I was the husband, I am suing you and taking everything. And as I take everything, I'd send him a prescription for weed and CBD oil. No message, no nothing. Just a prescription for weed and CBD oil, just so he can remember me. And to the wife, you know, sleeping with your doctor, you know, the Grey's Anatomy fantasy is old now. Find a new TV show. Maybe go sleep with a lawyer <laughs> or go sleep with the president. I don't know. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on. <laughs> this next story I'm going to thank Reddit for because uh, two women uh, that broke up, um, no, they were not business partners. However, one of the women kept the cats that they adopted. Even though they broke up a while ago, a while ago, <laughs> the lady with cats is claiming that the other woman is a deadbeat dad as she's refusing to pay cat support. Good fucking Lord, lady. You know, as this world takes great strides into the future, it shits, it's shit like this that I feel like makes no sense and brings us back, you know? Like, listen, as a child of divorce, bitch, it's hard enough to get the people to pay for their own children. Ain't nobody giving a fuck about your cat or cats. 
Second, if you treat them right and give them the attention they need during this transition period, this breakup will be fine for them. Why? Because they're fucking cats. Third, (laughs) how broke are you that you can't buy some cat food, litter, and give it some love? I know these are hard times, but bitch, just like you adopted them, you can give them back. <laughs> if you can't afford them, like my, I, I don't understand. It doesn't sound like there was any illnesses that you know were any that, that was discussed before the breakup. In that case, sure. If they discussed that they would pay for a, a procedure, fine. But if this was me, or I didn't take the pets. I'm not asking for anything. I'm not taking anything. No, I have no sympathy, ma'am. Call me bitter, but I'd rather call myself grown. (laughs) And that's that for the celebrity news. All right, guys, I'll be right back after this commercial break. So, uh, how's your week been? What? You don't take a break? What, you want me to sit here and talk for a whole fucking hour to myself in this wall? In that wall? In this chair? And all the other inanimate objects in here? (laughs) Listen, I ain't got nobody, okay? (laughs) I need a break. But if we are going to take a break, you know, just a short, quick break, you know, you could head on over to Apple Podcasts, you know, if you have anything Apple product related and, you know, like, subscribe and write a review. Give me five stars. Huh? 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 No? Maybe? Yes? Yeah? No? Okay. Oh, come on. Don't be like my father and disappoint me. (laughs) All right. Now on with our scheduled programming. Yes, I had to think about that for a sec. Yes, and we're back. (laughs) Now it's time for the segment. Uh, I dare you to ring my bell. Hit it. Again, no one's there. Okay. You can ring my bell, ring my bell. Mm, 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 mm. No, seriously, I dare you to ring my bell. Yes, it's time for I Dare You to Ring My Bell, where I tell you the rant of the week. And in light of Black Friday and everyone clearly not giving a fuck about COVID-19, I thought I'd go down memory lane to when I worked at Best Buy, and a customer threatened to sue me. Ah, yes. Best Buy. Once upon a time, there was a cold and fucking busy day. My ass was working hard, putting items aside that everyone was reserving, and as I walked by customer service, I heard my name get called, and I knew I was going to regret it. So I go over, my friend, you know, she's my friend, she asks me to confirm that when a customer doesn't have the card they paid with, we have to put it on a store credit, which is true. And I explained that to the customer. And he said, okay, do it. 
Now, as I try to quickly get away, <laughs> I hear him yell. And I hear him yelling. He said, um, he basically said, uh, why did you put it on a store credit? Like, buddy, are you dumb? I stood there, explained to you why it was going on a store credit. When the card was swiped, it was clearly not your card. So now I'm pissed. And uh, I forgot to mention that uh, um, we explained he could come back with his original card. So when I do nothing wrong and you're, you're going to yell at me, I turn into like, you know, a passive aggressive bitch. <laughs> so uh, I said to him, I said, sir, I explained to you that I had to go on a credit card and you said it was okay. His dumbass said, no, I thought it was going on my card. Bruh, we just discussed how you don't have the card. So <laughs> I say, well, there's nothing I can do. I told you that since you don't have your card, it's going on this. Now he's offended that this little white boy with glasses is about to brush him off. So he asked me, where does it say that? And I said, where does it say what? He says, where does it say it has to go on a store credit? And for a split second, my mind imagined, yeah, my mind basically imagined I was in Mortal Kombat and the announcer was like, finish him. <laughs> so I said, well, if you look in the front of my till, it says it on the sign. And now if you look to your left, you'll also see it on the wall. Now, if you also look on the back of your receipt and now I print out a, a blank receipt and show him the back of it. And then it also you can, um, you can also go online on our website and you can find a return policy there. Then this man asks me to write it down. I say, what? write down what, sir? He's like, write down why you won't give me back my money. First of all, the money is technically in your hand. Second, this man starts saying, well, I'm going to sue you, her, and the company. I said, good. You know why? I said, my account's in overdraft. Take all you want. Man, I ain't going to get shit from me. I ain't got nothing unless you want to pay for my student loans. Um, so then on the receipt paper, I write down why we couldn't give it back to him on his card. And so I'm just having fun with this. I'm like, you know what? He's like, uh, he's like, write down your name. I'm like, and my last name too? Yes. Sorry. You're just going to get the initial. They know who Christos is. <laughs> So then he stormed off saying, you'll see, you'll see. And then he said, he'll never come back. And I said, good riddance, because I don't want you to come back. Like, seriously, though. Although, you know, I don't think he ever, well, I don't think he ever did try to sue. But then again, I was just thinking now, I guess maybe he did. And everybody told him, you're an idiot. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you enjoy that little story. Um, this has been. I dare you to ring my bell. <laughs> Up next, we'll be doing our quick celebrity shout out. It's a celebrity shout out. I could have mentioned these stories. It's a celebrity shout out, but I'd rather tell you them quickly. Yes, celebrity shout out. I could spend 10 minutes ranting, but I'm just going to give it to you straight. Well, as straight as I can. 
Donald Trump is still refusing to concede, and apparently he'll be rerunning for president in 2024. I expect nothing less from this Cheeto. I'm sure Melania doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) She just revealed her Christmas decorations for the last time. You know, Melania, you'll always be my favorite Trump. You brought the entertainment no one asked for, but gave us the entertainment everybody needed. And J-Lo, apparently she revealed in an interview that uh, she's never gone Botox. She stated that she's not that type of person, or not that person. (laughs) No shit, she hasn't gone Botox, but I don't hear her talking about the millions of dollars that went into giving her that great skin. Yeah, she's beautiful. Don't be fooled. She has a team behind her and money, and if all that was gone, she wouldn't look like that. Jalen, instead of talking nonsense, why don't you tell Alex how he's he's lost the touch with the people? Yeah, people got pissed over Thanksgiving weekend when he posted a photo of J-Lo on the bed of their private jet with an Hermes blanket. And he asked everybody (laughs) in the tweet, what are you doing this weekend? Listen, I'm not pissed, but this is more of a reason for me to be friends with Alex, so I could sit him down and tell him, you know how you can post things to only your close friends? Yeah, do that, Alex. Read the room, man. Read the room. (laughs) And I just want to say a big thank you to Netflix Canada for finally fucking adding the show Girlfriends. Yeah, 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 I know the U.S. got it back in September, but a few weeks ago, they added it, and as I rewatched the show... I still believe we need a movie. (laughs) Did that make sense? Yes, I still believe we need a movie. I need answers. Because my girlfriends, they're through thick and thin. My girlfriends, they're for anything. My girlfriends. <laughs> and this has been a celebrity shout out. <laughs> Actually, before we scratch that, you know, I always found myself most like Maya and then like second Joan. Joan was like a close second. I'm all for a conspiracy theory. I'm all for trusting nobody. Trust nobody, even the devil inside. Now, it's been a celebrity shout-out. All right, guys. I want to thank you for tuning in this week. As I mentioned earlier, I have now decided every Thursday at 12 p.m. I'll drop a new episode. So, if you can, Apple Podcasts, five stars, leave something beautiful. Greatly appreciated. (laughs) All right, guys, until next next week, stay loud and proud.